Oh, of course you had to do that. Of course you had to do that. It's a holiday special. Mm-hmm. Holiday episode, holiday special. Uh, hopefully you're having some some eggnog or some sort of steaming beverage or uh, maybe you're sitting by a fire or maybe you're around a, a loved one or two. Maybe you're cozy. Uh-huh. Maybe you're wearing some thick socks. <laughs> no belt. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you got a blanket. Yeah. Uh. I mean, it's just that time. Just that's having a good time. I mean, it's just you know? that's what it is. Yeah. So it's it's you're meant to relax, sit back, and we'll take care of you for the next little while. We'll uh, give you some interesting stuff to. Yeah. Listen to and think about and sip on. How about that? Yeah. Let's enjoy our time together. Why don't we do that? Sure. iPhone 14 Pro and Pro Max hole punch displays to be supplied by LG and Samsung. Next year's iPhone 14 Pro and iPhone 14 Pro Max will feature a hole punched LTPO OLED display supplied by Samsung and LG, according to the Korean site, the Elec. It's real. It's really happening, Will. You putting your name on the line? Uh, yeah. You putting your money where your mouth is? You putting your crypto where your mouth is? <laughs> Always. <laughs> you putting your Gundam where your mouth is? <laughs> <laughs> Next year's iPhone 14 Pro and Pro Max are going to feature a hole-punched LTPO OLED display. And yeah, if you need one of those, you're probably going to get it from Samsung or LG. This was reported by the Korean website, The Elec. Now, these rumors have been around for a really long time. Uh, people were hoping to see it sooner than later. Some people said, hey, I don't want this whole punch stuff. Uh, I want to wait until they can hide absolutely everything or, I don't know, keep things the way. I mean, some people care more than others, but it does have a futuristic look to it. I noticed that this particular render also has the cameras embedded a little bit more. Yeah, Once like again, the tackling the bulge, as you like to call it. That's what you like to say. I don't know. I think you, I don't know. You might have that mixed yeah, up. Yeah, it looks like new uh, Samsung's new phone, right? Uh, the S22? Yeah. No bulge? No bulge. No bulge. None at all. Rumors that the 2022 iPhone models won't have a notch started in March of this year. Apple analyst Ming-Chi Kuo said they will instead adopt a hole punch design, a design that Android devices have used for a few years now. Quo believes that at a minimum, the high-end iPhone models will have the hole punch design, though if yields are good, all iPhone models coming in 2022 could feature that design. Hmm. Some other specifications here, 6.1 inches and 6.7 for the max. As far as the screen size is concerned, I guess you get a little bit more real estate for your money if you're able to get rid of some of that notch. Now, as far as what they're going to do with the variety of other sensors, I suppose there's rumors about such things as well. Maybe you could fit your other uh, sensors underneath the display with no notch. Apple will implement will implement a different solution for Face ID. Rumors mm. suggest it could be placed under the display. There you go. So they could keep all the same sensors. I doubt that they would go to a more simple camera-based face unlock. Those are really fast and responsive, but they tend to be more hackable. Yeah. So presumably they will maintain whatever system currently exists and find a way to hide some of those components under the display and ultimately end up with a much more modern-looking device, in my opinion. 
Mm-hmm. LG display brought a reclining curved OLED throne to CES. I'll take one. I'll take two. I love it. Now, I've played around with all these funky different types of chair slash. It, the TV's too far, though. The screen is too far they away. They said that it's the perfect viewing distance. Get out of here, man. Based on science. I can't see anything. I'm blind. <laughs> It's no. right in front of you. No, maybe it is. I don't know. I can't really tell. It depends on the resolution, obviously. I sure. mean, she looks very comfortable. Uh, does the whole thing move? Can I recline in it? What can I do? Yeah. So it reclines and the okay, this looks better screen now. does uh, rotate. This looks better now. To uh, the yeah. wide. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a comfy spot. And they call it the media chair concept. So furniture, once again, evolving and uh, changing to fit our... Our new lives as content consumers, twenty four seven, sitting on the in front of a display. I guess you get some work done every so often. Mm-hmm. Uh, there aren't robotic massagers quite yet. The concept, though, does have a lot of vibration going on. Speakers in the chair, speaker in the form of an OLED panel itself, thanks to cinematic sound that vibrates the screen to produce audio. Uh, it's also featuring, as far as the display goes, 55-inch OLED panel with a 1500R curve. So the curved display lives on. Mm-hmm. And they say it's the perfect focal distance away from a person so they can get an optimal viewing experience. So they love it. Yeah. And it rotates portrait to landscape because you got to watch all those all those talks, all, all those shorts. <laughs> right, yeah. All those okay. TikToks and shorts. Yeah, huh? it's a good time. You don't call it talks. <laughs> I thought you were talking about TED Talks. All those walkie-talkies? Okay, watch yeah. a TED Talk. I don't okay, care. Yeah. I'm down for that, too. Watch a talk show. Um, do you like the singular version? Sing- the singularity? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I figured that, you know, if you want to be comfortable, wouldn't you want to have, like, a bigger seat? Maybe for, like, a partner or something? Easy. Trying to put a partner in there? You know, oh, yeah. in the future, there's no partners. Oh yeah, partners right. are That's dangerous, true. man. Yeah, you just you're alone in the future. Only plugged in the in. metaverse. Yeah, you're plugged in, you, man. There, you would have a partner. Yeah, once you get into the display, the 1500R curve. There's a partner in there, all right? Yeah. Okay. 1500. I hear you. No, I look, man. This is a design uh, experiment exercise. They're trying to make it as modern as possible because you know these type of chairs we've been sitting in. I mean, those are some Frankenstein-looking things. Yeah, it hasn't really changed. So they're trying to make it more, you know, minimal. And I think they achieved it. I have to sit in it before I'm going to tell you. I mean, it doesn't even look like it has much cushion on the chair. So yeah. I got to sit in this thing. But Yeah, we should get one. Um, there's no price for it just okay. yet. Right. Although LG presented another chair um, in the form of an exercise bike. So this one is even more elaborate, in my opinion. Mm. It has the one-wheel cycle mm-hmm. and uh, like a really long display. I guess it's supposed to be more uh, surrounding. Uh, take a quick peek, Will, uh, right around the waist area. <laughs> oh, <boy>. You're not <laughs> wearing a belt. <laughs> okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's he's pretty slim, right? He doesn't need a belt, but he should wear one. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Um. 
I mean, this one's called Virtual Ride Concept. That's cool. Look, that man, hey man, that thing is pretty cool. immersive. Will has a belt. Say. He has a belt thing going on. So, yeah. For anyone wondering, according to Will, if you got a jean on and you got a tuck in, then you have a belt. That's as far as uh, I don't know if you want <laughs> automatic. Take, I don't know if you want to take style tips yeah. from who you want to take style tips from, but Will's got a he's got a strong belt thing going on. Yeah. Today's episode sponsored by Zocdoc. You can find local medical professionals and here's the beauty of it you got the reviews right there and why shouldn't it be like everything else right you want to get uh you want to have a nice doctor don't you will of course you want to have good primary care don't you will yeah maybe you even want to have a dentist that's uh pleasant and makes the experience a little bit slightly less uh intimidating mm-hmm I know people are very particular about this stuff and, you know, some, some people, they go into it blindly and they don't end up with the results they're hoping for. And so over here, you get to, in advance, do a little preparation, browse through, read reviews from actual users, book your appointment online. Why shouldn't it be online like everything else? Catch up on those appointments. Maybe you were putting it off. Maybe you were intimidated by the process, and now it's online, like all the other convenient things in your life. It's ZocDoc. Just download the free ZocDoc app, the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. Now is the time to prioritize health. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Lulater and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's Z-O-C doc.com slash lou later we're also sponsored by hello fresh if you uh, get hello fresh you will look like that guy on the left right there on the screen instantly he looks healthy all of a sudden your shirts fit better oh yeah hello fresh is amazing and it actually will uh make you healthier because they find a way to balance it out with every meal they find a way to give you all the different food groups that you need in delicious delicious packages they give you the right portions and all of a sudden, you're making home-cooked meals in, like, 30 minutes. Uh, so many people here at the office are doing this type of thing and uh, figuring out they can do it, too. You can cook at home. It's really uh, doesn't need to be so tough because everything is ready for you. Shows up, ready to go. You slap it together, like I said, around 30 minutes. Uh, well, there's different times you can pick. Many, uh, many different delicious things could be creamy lemon butter chicken, Tuscan chicken with balsamic tomato sauce. I mean, there's a lot of things you might not even make on your own. And then all of a sudden you discover, wow. HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including vegetarian, calorie smart, and gourmet options, providing plenty of variety. Save, on average, over $65 a month when you order HelloFresh instead of grocery shopping. HelloFresh meals are ready in around 30 minutes or less, plus with quick and easy meals. 20-minute recipes, or low-prep, easy cleanup options. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LouLater14 and use the code LouLater14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash LouLater14. Thank you to HelloFresh. Uh, oh, by the way, that bike, for people that are just listening to this, it's a, so basically it's a, a stationary bike type setup, except you have this display that wraps around overhead to give you this immersive sort of feeling that you're actually biking down a trail it's a huge display the bike you, design itself is uh actually pretty cool too yeah the whole thing is cool 
Yeah. Yeah. I'd ride there. OnePlus 10 Pro is brought to life in a video in video based on renders. Oh, okay. Next OnePlus square camera unit. Uh, got the big Hasselblad branding in there as well. What do you think about these colors? Uh, you got that strong silver. There's a little lavender happening. There's a kind of pastel green and there's a black over there. Are you liking these colors? What are you saying? Don't mind that. OnePlus 10 is supposed to arrive around the same uh, time as the Galaxy S22 family, somewhere between February and March. And uh, the, they're already getting leaked, just like everything else these days. What about these? So this was on a YouTube channel by the name of Wakar Khan. Did I say that? Yeah, Wakar sure. Khan. Okay. And so here come these renders. Let's see what we think about it. So we have the quad camera setup in a square fashion. And uh, a little taper on the side around the edge. We have the front-facing hole-punch style camera in the top left corner. OnePlus branding, obviously. Matte texture in the back. Matt, he's got that blasted glass type of uh. typically fingerprint resistant. Yeah. I don't mind this one with the silver. It's kind of a luxurious look. You see some beveled edges in there. Uh, they say it looks like a premium top-tier model in its full glory from every possible angle and perspective. Four colors are shown here. Well, it is. Uh, these are renders based on leaks, as we normally see as these things approach. Mm. Um, there's been a lot of talk about OnePlus, possibly uh, having a more intimate relationship now with the Oppo brand. Mm -hmm. You've heard about this stuff. Yeah. So people are patiently waiting to see what this next version might be like and where that, where and how that influence plays into it. Whole new set of leaks came in about this device, including 50-watt wireless fast charging support and 80-watt uh, charging when plugged in. 6.7-inch phone, 1440p LTPO, 120 hertz, refresh, 48-megapixel primary, 50-megapixel ultrawide. A couple pixels on the ultrawide. Mm. A little bit of zoom in there as well, and then 32 megapixels come in on the front side. These are these are leaks. These are rumors. Another yeah. OnePlus phone to compete with your S22 choices. iPhone 13 mass production set to begin in India from February. Uh, this this uh, matters because typically in India, you're manufacturing a uh, different generation of phones from the latest one. It mm -hmm. would it would come a little bit later and. Uh, I mean, I don't remember the last time I reported on a story like this, but you would have, like, the iPhone SE at one point, and then mm -hmm. it was going to be the uh, previous generation flagship. But now you're seeing the 13 making its way to the Foxconn factory in Chennai. Reports the economic daily news. The plans come following a reported improvement of semiconductor supply in the region as well as a successful trial production run of the 6.1-inch iPhone 13 by Foxconn. So they do these trial runs. Well... Yeah. And you see where they're at. They're like, okay, you guys knocked that out of the park. These look great. We're going to do 100,000 more. Yeah. Let's do some what, 13s. I don't know if it's 100,000. Mass production is set to start in February, and the Foxconn plant is expected to directly supply the local domestic market as well as shore up overseas demand, with 20 to 30% of iPhones produced in India earmarked for export. So you can get yourself... <clears throat> potentially, and I don't know which regions these will be exported to, but potentially 
you could get your hands on one of these India-produced iPhones even in other regions. At a cheaper price, right? No, 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 no. No? It's not double the price of... Uh... Yeah, well, domestic domestically, they get to skip the, the tariffs. Yeah. But I was saying the ones that were exported, like you could be in Europe somewhere and get an Indian-produced... Oh, iPhone, you would pay the same price as you would for. Now, I don't know which countries they're specifically exporting these ones to. Mm. Probably wherever they have certain business advantages, tax advantages, et cetera. You know, they're in the business of making money. Sure. And they'll find whatever benefits they can. Wait, go back just one quick second. I just want to see the bottom paragraph. A report earlier in the year said Taiwanese Apple supplier Pegatron would share iPhone 13 mini orders with Foxconn in India, producing the smallest model its factory in Chennai. Okay, so... Apple will make nearly 70% of iPhones sold in the country locally. So, so mostly it's going to be domestic iPhones with a mm. little uh, small percentage for export. And maybe the uh, it seems like the popularity of the iPhone 13 mini, not enormous. Maybe that freed up a little bit of uh, bandwidth over sure. there to, to just do the regular iPhone 13. Anyway, Tesla releases a big holiday update with a TikTok app. UI changes and more. Oh, really? Is that the update that mine was showing yesterday? I believe so. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, usually um, Tesla would have all these really big updates during the holidays. Hmm. And uh, just to go over a few. Talking about a little Christmas present or something in there? Sure. Uh, there's a light show. Watch your Tesla dance choreographed light show any time of the year. Have you tried this? Open toy box, tap light show, and follow the instructions. I don't think I did that one. Oh, okay. I think it was for the uh, yeah, Model that, X I've before. seen it before. I just haven't done it on this one over here. But yeah, right. yeah, it, it was first introduced as an Easter egg in the Model X in 2015. And at that point, the doors were flapping as well. Yeah. That was the key. It was very festive. What is this? app launcher. Drag and drop your favorite apps to any position along the bottom menu bar for easy access. Oh, this is good. Yeah, you like that one. Oh, right? that's good. Yeah, who doesn't want that? Customization. And uh, simplified controls. The display has been simplified to focus on navigation, media, and the most common primary controls. Windshield wipers, charging controls, uh, tire pressure, things like this. So they made some tweaks and improvements. Oh, TikTok is new. I never had TikTok before. So this will probably lead to the next story. But yeah, they have like apps now. They have Sonic. They have TikTok. They have Sudokus, which you can play. Wow, cool. Um, while you're driving. Cold weather improvements as well? Sure, yeah. That's great. It has dark mode, blind spot camera updates. Wow, that is a big update. You can now watch TikTok from your touchscreen. To launch, tap the theater icon from the bottom bar and select TikTok while your car is in parked. Uh, park, obviously. Oh, park, right. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog as well. Do I need a controller for that? Maybe. Yeah. You don't need it for the Sudoku. No. Yeah, it's pretty much. That's a touchscreen situation. It sure is, yeah. Couple more. Uh, let me see the cold weather. You can now precondition the cabin from the Tesla app when your battery is at a lower state of charge. Turn on climate from your Tesla app and override the previous setting by tapping yes on the pop-up window. Yeah, I had a battery situation yesterday where I, we were trying to record a launch. And I was like, oh, I'm below the threshold to actually do the launch right now. Better yeah. charge it up. Yeah, and then the cold weather as well. So 
knocked it down a couple percent. Cold weather is going to knock you down. Uh, your tires are going to feel a little bit different. Cold weather as well. So, yeah. yeah. Automatic seat heaters, dash cam clips. Jeez, man, what an update. Everything's been touched. Mm-hmm. All yeah, right. so you should update. I'll go run that. OTA. All right, that's like a PSA. Tesla owners, go update. Yeah. U.S. opens investigation into 580,000 Tesla vehicles over game feature. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you really did line those up. You yeah. really did line those up, Will. Go yeah, ahead. What's this one about? Um, now the fact that you can actually play games while you're driving, because uh, I guess before it has to be parked, your Tesla, and then... You can play games then. Okay. But now you have the ability to play games while you're driving. And that's a big no-no because um, I guess in this investigation, um, it's they claim that it's too many distractions. Okay. So here, let me, let me, let me just a uh, little input. If you okay. Don't, only if you don't mind. So my experience with this is, yes, games can be played while you're driving, hmm. but... The passenger is playing the game and someone has to be sitting in the passenger seat to allow the game to be launched to know that the passenger is the one playing the game. I get it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. In this, okay. Um, in this reasoning is the fact that like if the passenger is playing, the driver may also be watching. Right. You know, and or, or the, high scores, all that stuff. Or it's the driver just, could be playing because just having some weight. On the passenger seat, they can sure. find some sort of hack and then just be playing at the stoplight or something. So, yeah, I mean, it can definitely happen. Um, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. You, you wish that people could sort of figure this out on their own. Yeah. You wish that people could realize, okay. Use your own discretion. A little dangerous what I'm doing right now. Or maybe it's not. Like, can I, am I capable of driving without being distracted by the passenger playing a game? Okay, cool. I'm going to do it then. Mm -hmm. Because I, I really don't feel the need to look there. And then somebody else who who was noticing themselves glancing at it, they're like, no, 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 we're not doing that. But, but I, okay. I would imagine like sound effects and loud noises, music would also be distracting. Just playing the other side here. I mean, it could be, but people listen to all types of media That's while they're true. driving. Like, That's true. You can listen to certain podcasts with sound effects and crazy stuff going on. I mean, the video game is a little bit more, but... Uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It, it, there's a, this, this, uh, this could easily change and it could come via software update and all of a sudden, oh, nope, passenger can't play games while you're driving. They could, they could just mod it so easily. Mm -hmm. OTA, like you said, you said, Mr. OTA. OTA. Ford demonstrates the F-150 light. Oh, this, oh, this isn't, yeah, this is the one I was, th I was thinking about. Okay, cool. This is a good well, story. I'm glad. That's a good story. <laughs> Finally, a good story, Will. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about jeans over here. For yeah, man, you got, you just went sideways when you saw the jeans at the Nobel. I mean, all of a <laughs> sudden got me. you were like underneath your table over there. Yeah. Like, where's uh, where did Will dying. go? Where did Will go? Why is he upside down? Yeah. yeah. So Ford showed off another cool feature: Ford Lightning truck charging another electric vehicle, almost like a boost. Yeah. In this case, it was a Mach E. Well, of course, it was a Mach E. Well, of course, yeah. In this case, but. Little cable hookup. I'm sure if you had an adapter, it could be some other car. Mm -hmm. As of right now, Ford Motor Company has 200,000 reservations lined up for the Lightning. And those drivers will have additional benefit of being able to use their Lightning to charge any other EV on the road. Any other EV on the road. You see, it's key, Will. Yes. They show it with the Mach-E. Uh, so it has an AC charging output of up to 7.6 kilowatts. 
And it's the first of its kind in the world and is sure to excite not only future Lightning owners, but other electric vehicle owners as well. Especially on a truck. You just roll up in your Lightning, you're like, you got a problem there? Mm-hmm. You need a little bit of juice? It can also charge... Uh, I'll hook you up. ...the Lightning as well, like another Lightning. Yeah, Lightning so the Lightning. together. Well, on the job site, how cool would that be? Yeah. Guy needs a little boost. Uh, I mean, it's not going to be the fastest, but in a pinch, you're not really complaining, are you? No. And it looks to have some uh, specialty cable going on there. They say aftermarket equipment is shown. So it's a, some sort of specialty cable, but I think everyone's going to buy that cable if you can get it and boost somebody else up. That's so convenient and useful. I can imagine even in my driveway, you know, uh, I guess not in my driveway because I would probably have a charger there as well. It would be emergency situations mostly yes. that you would utilize this. Uh, road trips maybe. And uh, yeah, I don't know. But it's just, it's a cool thing. It's kind of like the powering the house. It's something you like to know you have. You're not going to use it all the time. Mm -hmm. But you like to know that you have it. Yeah. So what do they say? It's estimated to add an average range of 20 miles per charging hour to a Mustang Mach-E with extended range and rear-wheel drive. Up to 13 miles of charge per hour on an F-150 Lightning. So that's lightning to lightning. Yeah. Smaller, highly efficient EVs will grab even more range in an hour. Oh, man. Could you imagine them all daisy-chained together in a fleet? Mm. If you had, like, 10 pickups in your fleet of service vehicles and they're all charging one another? Mm. Or uh, I just see that it says e-transit low-roof cargo vans. Wait a second. Yeah, when you mentioned daisy chain, does can it just go into one charger and then into? I don't know. I don't. I, I, no, no. I, and then multiple I was vehicles getting way are just too, charging I was getting off way of too, the other. I was getting way too excited. Oh, that would be very cool. It would be cool, but it would take forever. Obviously, you got way more batteries in only one for sure yeah. outlet. But I, I just am trying to imagine scenarios where it could be pretty cool, pretty useful. I, it's definitely yeah. not daisy chain capable. Do not quote us on. We're just getting excited about a future in which cars charge cars. I guess in this case, it would just be kind of like a boost. You know, if the Mustang Mach-E was like really yeah. in trouble, can boost it into like it's another boost, but I, I can, I'm also, now that I'm thinking about work vans, cargo vans, it could be, uh, you know, two, two, two workers from one company are meeting up for lunch, let's say, or have a break or they're refilling, uh, their trucks with cargo, and one of them has a much higher uh, battery capacity at that moment, and they're like, oh, just plug into mine, and and I'll lose a little bit, but I don't need it today anyway, mm -hmm. and you get a little bit more, and we can save a trip having to find a charger. Right, right. So fleets, I think, could find interesting ways to engage uh, this with this feature. Mm -hmm. DuckDuckGo is building its own desktop browser. DuckDuckGo takes aim at Google Chrome, but insists it isn't going to fork Google's Chromium project upon which Chrome, Edge, and others are built on. So this is obviously a privacy-focused search engine. I've never used DuckDuckGo, you? No. You never gave it a crack? I think Kirk might have goofed around for a minute or two. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like it. Uh, options are fantastic, especially in a space that's so heavily dominated by one player, really. But the privacy Chrome. component is really alluring. Uh, DuckDuckGo CEO Gabriel Weinberg details its desktop browser in a blog post recapping its milestones for 2021, including 150 million downloads mm -hmm. of its all-in-one privacy apps for iOS and Android 
and Chromium extensions. Weinberg attempts to distinguish the DuckDuckGo desktop browser from the likes of Chromium-based Brave. Brave is another privacy-focused. And Firefox, by arguing it's not a privacy browser, instead it's just a browser that offers robust privacy protection by default and works across search, browsing, email, and more. It's an everyday browsing app that respects your privacy because there's never a bad time to stop companies from spying on your search and browsing history. Well, that sounds like a privacy browser. I guess he just doesn't like the terminology specifically. Sure. Uh, but who knows? Maybe, maybe I got to give it a crack. Instead of forking Chromium or anything else, we're building our desktop app around the OS-provided rendering engines like on mobile, allowing us to strip away a lot of the unnecessary cruft and clutter that's accumulated over the years in major browsers. So I guess he's, he's uh, that's shots fired. Mm -hmm. He said, hey, you're, uh, you're a bit heavy over there. Yeah, we're coming in. someone's a bit heavy set, yeah. a browser. We're coming in uh, yeah. lightweight, like lightning. We're going to be fast. Mean. We'll see. I mean, if it's truly speedy and uh, not lacking features, then, hey, man, I'm open game. For sure, yeah. You want to say that first word there? <laughs> I'll say Ubisoft. Oh, he's going to say Ubisoft. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with the safe route. All right, because I thought you were going to stick to your pr I know, previous yeah. pronunciation because you felt so strongly about it. Hey, old habits, you know. <clears throat> Ubisoft, I had to do it for you. Sure. Ubisoft has barely sold any Ghost Recon NFTs. Oh, boy. Yeah. Just oh, a quick update on them. Boy. This, people got really fired up on this topic. And there's uh, evidence of the dislike situation on YouTube. Gamers and NFT uh, NFTs. I don't know if it's across the board, but like few articles I've seen, it seems to be they're at odds, the two subjects. Uh -huh. Even though you feel like they should maybe be they, related in some way that maybe yeah. there could be a handshake or a fist bump or something but apparently no 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 uh ubisoft recently launched this quartz nft platform a way to monetize game properties something that didn't exactly go over well with their customers <laughs> so they minted three thousand nfts yeah, yeah but they only sold 15. yeah yeah yeah, yeah which yeah. accumulates to um a little less than two thousand dollars yeah in revenue. man listen Listen, man, it's uh, game. I guess these game companies have been this variety of monetization strategies and just juicing money out, and people are fed up. I guess uh, you know, I'm 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 not in it enough to personally feel this. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't be the type to uh, purchase one of these things. I would I wouldn't be on a uh, front, front of the in, in front of the line as far as a uh, ghost recon NFT is concerned. Uh huh. I think it's a, I think it's interesting how these two things could coexist. I think there's probably ways in which to make it work. Yes. I think people are pissed in this case for a number of reasons relating to the game as well, and mm -hmm. not just the NFT portion of it. But uh, this is one of those situations where. A game, a game developer, it's kind of you need to know your audience. Yes. And maybe there's a way to avoid this in the future by really listening to them or finding a way to open, have open communication about what, where they want your efforts to be placed because ultimately they're your customers at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And they got to be satisfied for you to continue to have a successful product. Yeah. So, and I don't know. We'll see what, to, if they can find a way to morph it into something uh that uh, that people are actually interested in but certainly that is not the case at the moment
No. Oh, we got another millipede story. <laughs> yeah. Millipede update. Since our last uh, story. You decided to step it up a notch. Uh, last time it was... Uh, over a thousand legs? It had a thousand legs, but it was still pretty skinny. I think it was like six inches uh, sure. uh, long as well. So it wasn't huge. This one is the size of an alligator. Uh-huh. Which, uh, you want to talk about, you want to talk about like a terrifying millipede. This is the one. This is the one, yeah. It's, yeah. um, it, I mean, it's 50 centimeters wide. Okay. Which is, jeez. I mean, it's very scary. How long did you, wait a sec, 40 kilograms? Is that what they just said? These would have been the biggest animals on land in the Carboniferous. Yes. Davies told Gizmodo in an email, it took four of us with, a, with sledgehammers and a pneumatic drill to get it out. And then it was difficult, a difficult climb up a 20 meter cliff carrying the 40 kilogram fossil between us. Yeah. Unlike um, the millipedes we have today, mm. but this one actually is uh, carnivorous, apparently, is what they... Was what they say. Uh, you're talking about a meat eater. Yeah. Woo. I mean, that's why they got so big. Um, and also, I think at that time, there was a lot of air. And apparently, air makes a lot of things big. Yeah, it says oxygen. Yeah. All that oxygen in the Earth's atmosphere in the ancient past. Yeah, man, I mean, terrifying times. Uh, who knows what, we, what, what would have had to have been dealt with. I guess this is before humans. But... Uh, who knows? I mean, in a pinch, you could eat something like that. Is that poisonous? This one? Mm -hmm. I don't think so, no. Okay. I guess it would just be really hard. Wait, if it's like, that 40 kilos... Oh, that's a tough fight, man. I don't know who's winning you or that. I'm not sure. I might bet on the millipede. <laughs> uh, McDonald's is selling... Oh, I saw this one, too. It's another crazy one. Yeah, it's a funny one. The Get Slim meal in China. Currently, a video is doing rounds on social media that features the lady cycling on an exercise bike. Is this real? Like, I saw this clip, and I couldn't tell if it was real or not. Well, it was in an establishment. I know. And there were yeah. branding. I know. I just, is it worth setting up these things as spoofs? I don't really know. It was posted on Twitter, doing the rounds on social media. Yeah. And it was uh, said that it was uh, a McDonald's in Shanghai. Uh, essentially eating the way she was chugging the drink. She's in McDonald's, okay, on an exercise bike. Yes. And they're saying this is the, the get slim meal. So you get to sit on a McDonald's branded uh, bike, stationary bike with a desk. See the way she's chugging the drink? I don't, Will, can you ride a bike and chug a drink like that? <laughs> well, you can. Um, I don't know. I but don't if, know. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's the way they edit it. I don't know. I, I, I was skeptical when I saw it. That yeah, she, she's a savage with the drink. The guy next door, on the other hand, he's just kind of sitting there. He's like, I don't care if it has pedals. I'm just going to do my thing. My typical McDonald's. I'm going to look at my phone, and I'm going to dip my French fry. Yeah, he's doing the regular thing. Um, but isn't exercise while you're eating bad? Is Yeah, like, do they, what is the message? Okay, so eat what you want. And can, can I, maybe it's to eat your meal and then do a little, or maybe you cycle first and then eat your meal. I would say you would cycle first yeah, and maybe then that's eat. What you do. Maybe that's what you do. 
I don't know what you do, man. This is a... Again, I'm skeptical. I'm 50-50. I'm a coin flip on this, whether this is some kind of a... I got to go to Shanghai. And how many calories are you burning, too? No, I mean, she's not burning many calories. With the amount of food that you eat. Yeah. Um, You know what would be cool? I think um, some commenters saying that uh, you ride the bike to power McDonald's. (laughs) Oh, Oh, so you ride the bike to pay for your meal. Sure, something like that. Right. To make the cheeseburger. Or right. Something. You're generating the electricity that's in the that's black mirror type stuff, man. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously it's a crazy clip. It's a it's a crazy clip. You guys tell me in the comments if it's fully legit. Somebody in Shanghai go check that out for me. Yeah. Are people really cycling while eating McDonald's in McDonald's on a McDonald's branded cycle? Chugging Diet Coke. I don't know. Hmm. All right, what is this? The last one? The last one. All right. Uh, take a look at this delicious lickable screen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, we've man. always had this idea of being able to, I guess, smell a vision, taste right, a vision, right, right, kind of thing. right, right, right. But now right. you can actually do that. Digital menu that can be tasted. I got to sanitize, sanitize. No, no, they actually have a clever way of doing it. Okay, go ahead. What are we talking? Uh, are we talking Japan here? Yeah, this is All from right. Japan. We're talking Japan. And as you can see here, um, it's this little kiosk that has a screen, um, I guess, near your chest. Yeah. Chest high. And you have a ball that's on top of the screen, which has flavors on top. And what it does is it sprays out flavor (laughs) onto this screen. um, And there's actually a film on top of the screen that could be reused. What do you mean reuse? Watch, you'll see. You'll see. So here's the fake tongue. <laughs> oh. Um, there's a roll of film. Okay. That uh, you, gets replaced. Okay, replaced, not reused, replaced. Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. And the, so there's oh, wow. simple flavorings. I mean, they they call it chemicals. Right. But um, seems like they're using real ingredients. So. Um, so I can taste the pizza before I get the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing it, Will. I'll tell you right now, I'm not doing it. So the screen displays... Um, okay, I'll try it. The, the pizza. All right, and fine. then you, it, it just sprays <laughs> the flavor and I'll then try you it can once. taste it. I'll try it once. But I got to have an exclusive use of the machinery. Also, you... <laughs> I mean, imagine in the type of crowded setting. Hey, okay. I'm tasting next. Yeah. I, I, Everyone line up. What are we doing? Taste yeah. the film. It's um, there's actually another way, which right now they're demoing. Will's really into this. He works for the company. <laughs> it's called TTTV. Easy. Easy. <laughs> yeah. The name is, uh, needs to be worked on. Okay. So, but it's huge. But instead, How are we going to have this menu in the actual restaurant? Like, oh, it's a tasting, uh, menu. Yeah. Okay. So what, what is it? Roll around? Does it come to my table? Do I walk over to it? What happens? Uh, eventually they were thinking of um, like having it rollable. Right. So in this case, you can taste wines that can pair with your meal. Huh? That got Mo's attention. He changed his expression. He had the interested look, his eyes and his head tilted back and he, all of a sudden he's tasting wine. So This, this uh, demo is, you can taste the ingredients. Listen, man, like it's, each one. it's cool, but like... Uh, this day and age, everybody germs and I just, is it really going okay, so to be able to fly? There's another way of doing it. Um, instead of the film, you have a tray 
So you like the tray instead. <laughs> okay, but instead that... of the screen. So right. there's that. All right, whatever. I mean, listen. Hey, uh, man, this is technology. I uh, listen, man. I I appreciate the uh, the creativity here and the and the fun of it all. It's just the execution very hard here to figure out a way to uh, to use this. I love tasting things, but um, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Can't I just have a sample at that point? Why don't they just bring a tiny sample of the thing? Why so, don't we just have a sampling restaurant? Where so in this case, they are samples yeah, here. There you go. That's better. And um, they're spraying um, different flavors to each cracker. Okay, this I can. I'm getting closer. Huh? We're getting closer. Uh, yeah. We're getting closer. All right. There and you go. There's mukbangs going on, or or there's video chat. You can see your friend eating. I've never seen you this excited before, Will. I just think that this is like a childhood dream. You're, well, everyone's everyone has their own beta or not. Everyone has I their own. Everyone has their own unique childhood dreams. Well, yeah, exclusive well, to them. That's I'm excited. I do like that wine second from the right. That Barolo, I'll take that right now. No problem. Is it a good one? Happy holidays, everybody. Have a time. Have a time. Do your thing. Whatever your thing happens to be. Uh, find a loved one. Shake a hand. Bump a fist. Hug if you got to do it. Find a blanket. Get cozy. Find a fireplace. Throw some jazz music on. Throw. Do whatever you got to do. Yeah. Do whatever you got to do. It's that time of year. Watch Happy those. Holidays. Watch those favorite movies and do those favorite things. Yeah. Have a favorite. Have your favorite time. Have a time. Take, have a, a time. take a breath. Take a nap. 